Welcome back to another episode of Detroit and the NFL. This is our pregame show before we head to the Lions game on Sunday. Welcome back. We hope you like our podcast and, and enjoy this one before we head to, the, to Detroit. But without further ado, let's get started. Alright, so this is the big one, guys. Um, uh, we're recording this on a Friday because we were just so eager to get this pregame done. So two days until the Lions game, but when you're hearing this, it's already going to be one day. So um, the clock is ticking, and you know I'm really excited for this. Um, this will be my third uh, Lions game. Jace, he's already been to Ford Field, but this will be his first game. So Jace, what are your thoughts on just um, seeing the Lions play in action? Um... I'm really excited because, like you said, I've been to Ford Field before, but it's my first time watching the Lions play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to like not just see them on TV do all this good stuff. I can actually like see them in person making touchdowns and all that. So I'm really excited for that. Hopefully it can be a win for my first time there. But, I mean, whatever happens, happens. But yeah. Do you want to take us away with Jameson Williams? Um, yeah, so, um, Jamison Williams, uh, for those of you who don't know him, we drafted him, um, I don't remember when we drafted him, but in the draft, we drafted Jamison Williams, he is a wide receiver from Alabama and had a crazy game and has suffered a fatal, what is it, knee injury, is, am I correct on that? Yes. Uh, yeah, so knee injury, hasn't played a game this season. Um, last week, his um, he was activated, which means that the clock until he can play started ticking, and that means that whenever the coaches like feel like they can put him in, they can put him in. I'm not really sure how activated works, but I think that's like the baseline of it from what I've heard. Um, so I looked up whether he's gonna play or not. Um, an hour we are doing this on Friday, so a lot can change. But three hours ago on Friday, from when we were recording this, an article was posted, said, we're not really sure. We don't really know when Jameson is going to play. Um, we're not really sure if he's going to play this game. Um, I think we're confident that he'll play a game this season, but so far we are not sure if he's going to play this game. Uh, Dan Campbell said it's a tall task, but it's getting better every day. Um, so, you know... I was really hoping he would play, and that's certainly what I thought, um, is that we were going to see him play. But, yeah, Jace, um, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I thought he was going to play in this game, and we were going to be able to see his first game in the NFL, mm-hmm. which is kind of heartbreaking that we don't, but at least we're going to the game and we get to see them at least. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like a knee injury is probably one of the more, like, important injuries in the NFL because, like, it can really damage your mm-hmm. knee. Yeah. Um, but I I have confidence that he'll play. It might be our last game of the season that he might play, but at least he'll get to play at least once, and I feel like he will. Mm-hmm. But if not, then I bet he'll be healthy for, like, preseason and all that, so that's good. But, yeah, yeah those are my thoughts. And I think that's just, like, with, with any athletic sport, whether it be running, soccer, um, football, baseball, like, if you can't run, you can't really play, because running, um, except for sports, like, I don't know, yeah, there is no sport where, like, if you can't run, you can't play, so for football, running is one of the key things you have to do, and, yeah, I did hear that on Thursday, he was able to, like, run, um, so that's good, and I don't think he was jogging, I think he was doing, like, a full-on sprint, like, how he would run a route, um, 
So that's definitely good news. And it's a maybe. So there is still a chance um, we will see him play. But I'm not really sure yet. And I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. So, um... Before we switch over to our injury report, do let's switch let's switch over to just like the game itself. Um, so Jace, you want to lead us into like Lions and Jaguars? Sure. So I don't want to talk too much about like Jaguars because yeah. I have some to talk about in NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll give like the like the main part of it. Mm-hmm. So Lions, um, I feel like our offense could have a pretty well game. Mm-hmm. On Sunday because I don't think the Jaguars defense is that good so so like that's good I feel like our defense is gonna have to watch out for uh Trevor Lawrence because I know he can throw the ball pretty well I know he, I looked at his stats like a couple days ago he has some good ratings uh he has lots of completions Travis Etienne is looking good like he's Travis Trevor Lawrence is just throwing the ball it looks like a lot mm-hmm. So I feel like if Lions will have some good pass defense, I feel mm-hmm. like we could uh, uh, box them pretty hard, and then they'll have to switch to running, and our run D is actually pretty good. So I feel like if we stop them in their throwing area, then they'll switch to running, and we can like destroy people that run because our run defense is really good. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on overall? Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, last week the Jaguars beat the Baltimore Ravens by one point, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's really good for the Jaguars because now they have more momentum going into this game, and the Lions lost to the Bills, and, you know, congrats on Jaguars for getting the win, but we beat the Giants, and I'd say that, you know, right now they aren't on the same level, but, like, Jag- this year Giants and uh, Ravens are, like, pretty close to on the same level, and we beat the Giants by way more than one point. Um, so that Baltimore Ravens game doesn't sway my opinion on who's gonna win. Um, but yeah, I think overall this is gonna be an offensive game because I haven't seen a lot from Jacksonville's defense, and Detroit's defense isn't you know it's the greatest either. You've got um two really good quarterbacks this year and definitely some really great uh wide receivers and running backs. So I th- I what I'm going to see is an offensive battle here. However, for Detroit's defense, I've noticed that we're a bend don't break defense um which means we'll let them get into like the 30-yard line, but you know, once we realize oh shoot, they're about to score, then we'll start picking it up. So, yeah, Jace, any more thoughts on this game? I feel like Lions could have a big game. Yeah. Just because on uh Jags offense, how I've been saying. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like our offense will have a really good day because I know how you say like either our offense is doing good and our defense is doing bad, or yeah. defense is doing good, offense is doing bad. Mm-hmm. This game, I think I'm going with both. I do not do great just mm-hmm. because Jacksonville's um defense isn't the greatest, and I mm-hmm. don't think they'll be able to shut us down. Yeah. Um, I feel like we can shut down Jaguars' offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be a little tough, but I feel like we'll work through it. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like it's gonna be kind of a close game, but yeah. Yeah, and when you think about it, this whole time Detroit has had um like winning a formula in their back pocket um like um they like think about it in the Seahawks game our offense scored 45 points and then in the Bills game defense only let up um I think 20 something like 28 points so put that 45 point offense 
offensive strategy to get um in one game and the 28 point like um defensive game in and put like those two formulas into one game you can um, I guarantee it, like, almost went out the season. You, it's just, like, finding out which combination of, like, formulas you can use. It You can't have one side of the ball doing great and the other doing uh, poorly. And I feel like in the Bills game, that was great. We just need that higher-scoring offense and, you know, the yeah. defense. The defense did all right, but there were some moments where, like, that rough in the passer, pass interference, like, just can't do that. So, uh, yeah, um, ready to move on to the injury report? Uh, yeah. All right, so out we have Evan Brown and Julian Aquara. Um, so Evan Brown, I'm not too worried about. Julian Aquara, maybe, but overall, pretty good. Uh, questionable, we have Jonah Jackson, Jeff Fokuda, Joshua Pascal, Frank Ragnow, Panay Sewell, and Chase Lucas, and Afitu Melifonwu. Um, so, I mean, they'll... The only one that sticks out is uh, Jeff Okuda and Jonah Jackson. Overall, I feel like we'll be okay. But, I mean, the other guys, we've seen them on the injury list for the past five weeks. So, again, it's just a repeat. So, I'm not too worried about that. Jace, um, any thoughts on the injury list? Same thing like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, same people. Nothing new. I'm glad I don't see Rodrigo's yeah. name on that again. But, mm-hmm. I mean, same old, same whole, every buddies on the same yeah everybody's on there so, yeah I mean, at least that's good we're not getting any more like new injuries so yeah I mean, it's good to see the same people on there but i hope they get better because i mean it's better than seeing all these new faces because that means we're gonna have more injuries out so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all right let's move on to uh the game the game picks. Um, I have the Lions winning by 14. I think for Detroit to win this game, they're, the offense is going to need to score a lot, and the defense is going to step it up. You've got a really great, uh, great quarterback um, on Jacksonville and some good wide receivers and running backs. Um, definitely going to need to shut them down. An offense, definitely take advantages of good field position and hold on to the football. Um, Williams, don't fumble it like you did last game. Just, you know, protect it and score on as, as, uh, 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 as much as you can. Um, so, yeah, Jace, what are your, what is, uh, your pick? I got lines by 10 just because I feel like it's going to be somewhat a close game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I feel like this is the game that our offense and defense both do really well. We lock up mm-hmm. and we actually win by a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so before we head into NFL, I want to say one thing. Before we go before we go to the game, Jace, I don't care. I mean, I really want us to win, but I would rather have us lose than it be a tie game. What are your thoughts on that? Would you rather have us get a tie game or have us lose and not get a tie game? Okay, okay. Um, I mean, they're both bad because whichever yeah. one get, we're not in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I guess I'd take a loss because yeah. I don't want to tie with a team, yeah. but, I mean, they're both kind of bad because if we get either one of them, we're basically out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. so I yeah. mean, that's a hard question, but I'd probably go with the loss because I don't yeah. want
We already had a tie last year with the Steelers, and I hated it because, like, I'm a guy that you either win or you lose. I don't like it when you tie, and especially we're going to the game against a team that we should be able to beat, and, you know, I'd, you know, for both fan bases, you don't want to be like, haha, we won. You're like, oh, we tied. I guess we can't. I mean, like, I wouldn't matter if it, like, it goes into overtime. Yeah. Then it yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it goes into overtime, it better end with a winner. I don't want it yeah. to end with 28-28. I want yeah. it to have a winner in it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, football gods, please, either a win or a loss, preferably a win. Please a win, but anything but a tie. But, uh, yeah. All right, let's hop on into NFL. Jace, what do you got for us? All right, so the first one I have is Mac Jones slash O-line. I added this one because I watched the Bills and Pats game yesterday. Um, if you didn't didn't know who won, uh, Bills won 24-10. Um, I wanted to talk about Mac Jones because that one play when he threw the touchdown, I thought they looked pretty uh, good out there. They looked like a well-oiled machine. He didn't have any incompletions. He just had completions. Um, but one reason why I think he had all those completions in, is his O-line, because I know, Calvin, you were watching that game, too. Yeah. Um, did you see how the O-line, like, protected Matt Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, that just shows that they're a good team, because, like, if you have a good O-line, then you might, uh, then you probably will have a good QB that makes the throws and uses the time to find the open man, but... Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Mac Jones slash O-line? I thought Mac Jones looked um really good. I thought he uh that touchdown pass was really nice. I only watched um I think up until like around the first half, so um I don't know if he had a better second half or if he underperformed. I think he played a really good first half and I assumed he played a really nice second half. Um I did see that they lost by two touchdowns, but I mean, he, the, like, for Mac Jones, I think he's probably happy because he played a pretty decent game, and, you know, the O-line, they're protecting him, and they're, you know, probably also happy that he's making completions because if they're giving him lots of time to throw and he throws an interception or it's incomplete, then they're probably upset because they gave him nice protection and nice time to throw and he just wasted it, so both of those sides of the football are probably very happy with how he performed. Yeah. Um, so next I have Trevor Lawrence. Um, I was watching Sports Center yesterday and it was showing uh Trevor Lawrence's stats. He's had lots of completions. He he has a couple of incompletions, but mostly completions. He has like two or three interceptions. Um, like he's just a pretty well quarterback, pretty underrated I would say, because mm-hmm. he's on a bad team. Yeah. But I mean Jacksonville doesn't really have the O-line like Pats do, yeah. but Trevor Lawrence still uses all the time that he can get to throw to the open man, and I feel like the Lions need to like try and find the open man before Trevor Lawrence can, because if Trevor Lawrence can, then you know Trevor Lawrence going to throw the ball, and he's going to get it to the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Trevor Lawrence, he has a strong arm. I know he likes to throw far, and usually he gets a completion, so... We need to try and shut him down, but, yeah, what are your thoughts on Trevor? I mean, I, th- I feel like he's in the same situation that Detroit has been in for the past few years. Good quarterback, bad team. Um, So I feel like, you know, if he's probably wishing, man, I love Jacksonville, but, like, 
I could just be having a better future if I was on a different team, and I don't blame him. Um, so for the way he, for um, what he's doing to this team, certainly making them a decent team. Um, props to him. I think he's making a lot. He, I watched um some of his highlights. He made some really good throws. Receivers were there to make the completion and definitely was able to get his team the win. He got them down into the end zone, scored the touchdown, and then threw a nice pass for the two-point uh, conversion to give them the lead. So, yeah, um, definitely, definitely a good quarterback. Yeah. Next, we have Travis Etienne. Calvin, you want to take us away with this one? Yeah. So, Travis Etienne, he's their running back slash um, receiver because he um, does some nice screen pass routes. So, um... If you're a Lions fan, this is the guy to watch out for. Him and Trevor. These two guys are the ni- the, uh, the dynamic duo. Um, if you don't guard um, Travis well and don't pressure Trevor, it's a recipe for disaster. If you're Jacksonville fans, you're very hopeful because hopefully these two guys will tear up our defense. I mean, that's what you want. I don't want that, and I know Jace doesn't want that. But, um, yeah, so... Travis Etienne, I watched him play um, when they played the Broncos in London. Um, he had a nice uh, pass completion, definitely able to catch um, in traffic and just, you know, able to hold on to the football and is a great running back. I think if you have him in fantasy, definitely um, think about putting him in. But, um, yeah, just two great players that Detroit is going to have to lock up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Travis, mm-hmm. if we don't put pressure on QB, mm-hmm. then they, he's probably going to f- try and find the short pass and that will most likely be Travis. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not su- I'm not going to be surprised if I see lots of screen passes by Jacksonville because, I mean, Travis, he's fast. Yeah. He's strong. He can, like, yeah, he's just, he's just the type of, per- he's the type of person to be, like, a good running back. I feel like we should worry about him because, I mean, he's a receiving back. He's a running back. Like, he's just a beast, and I feel like that's a good dynamic duo there. So, yeah, I mean, we just got to lock them up, and then if we lock both of them up, then that might be Lions game for us because I don't know who Trevor's going to throw to. Yeah. Um, yeah, just two really dangerous players that Detroit, you know, don't lock them up. Offense is going to tear us apart. Um, so about Aaron Rodgers, I've seen that, I've been watching Green Bay a little bit more, just to see, like, um, what we're gonna have to worry about when they come back, Mm -hmm. or when we face them again. Yeah. Um, I've watched Aaron Rodgers. He sees the open man, right? Mm -hmm. So, he sees the open man, he throws to him. He either underthrows it, he either throws it behind him, he either overthrows it, or it's an incompletion. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he finds him. Those he can't make the throw. Like he's just, he's just the type of person that this season I would count him as a dog quarterback. Like he is pretty bad this season. Like if you look at Packers, you can see he sees the open man and he throws the incomplete ball. Like yeah. I feel like usually quarterbacks can make it because make it to the wide receiver because they're wide open, but mm-hmm. apparently not for Aaron Rodgers, and that really hurts Packers. But what are your thoughts on Aaron? Yeah, they um went up against the Eagles last week. Um and they put up a good fight. Lost 40 to 33, so still a one-score game, but sorry, um 
Rodgers, he played a good game from what I saw. Um, but yeah, definitely he's thrown a lot of interceptions this season, um, three by the Lions, and he, the, it's just not the same team. And I think part of it is Rodgers' fault, but uh, from what I'm also hearing from the Green Bay fan base is that it's Matt LaFleur, which is their coach, and he's just not making good decisions. Um, so, um, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers, he's sort of losing it, the spark, like you said, throwing underhand or, you know, just not making the, uh, just not making good throws, but, I mean, there's still time for him to turn it around, but he's gonna have to do it quickly, because, I mean, he seems like, I don't know what his exact age is, but I think he's pretty old, so retirement is definitely coming up, but, yeah. Yeah, um, so last but not least, we have Geno Smith, you wanna take us away with this one? Yeah, so I just picked him because um, we needed one more person, and I thought, yeah, let's do Geno Smith, because if you're looking at the Seahawks, they are a good football team this year. Last year, they had kind of a bad year, um, but I think this year they're starting to turn it around. Um, I'd say that they definitely won the trade between Russell Wilson. They are definitely getting the benefit of that. Broncos, not so much. But um, I think Geno Smith, he's a really good quarterback, um, makes nice throws, um, escapes pressure very easily. So he's just another one of those good quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Um, when they were facing the Lions, I saw him. He was making really well throws. Mm-hmm. Um, he was escaping pressure, like you said. And honestly, he's a good scrambler. Like, yeah. He scrambled a little bit. He can do it. Mm-hmm. He runs the ball a decent amount, and their running back's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's overall, he's having a way better season than Russell Wilson is right now. Yeah. And I feel like Geno Smith is doing way better on the Seahawks than uh, Russell has mm-hmm. had. And it's Geno's first year, and he's already better than Russell Wilson. It's surprising, but... It's Geno Smith. I mean, if yeah. you watch the Seahawks, he makes the throws. He yeah. gets out of pressure pretty easily. If if he does take a sack, he always uh like leans forward, so he does gain some yards, which mm-hmm. is pretty smart. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that takes us into the schedule. If you're ready. Yep. All right. So first one we got is Packers versus Bears. All right. So. This is, I feel like, a decent matchup because you have two teams who probably not going to make the playoffs um, and are just not having a season. And both of these teams, the Bears, for some reason, are suspected to, go to uh, expected to do good every year, and the Packers are just, you know, not having it this year. So I have the Packers winning by three because I still think out of the, out of these two teams, they're going to be the better one, and just the Bears got destroyed by the Jets um, yesterday, or not yesterday, um, last week, and Aaron Rodgers um, and the Packers just, like, you know, kept it close against the Eagles, who are now a 10-1 team, um, but I think that both of these teams just not having a great season, Bears, you know, they always, you know, have a decent offense, but, you know, just getting blown out by the Jets with the backup quarterback um, is just, you know, not not a great situation to be in. And so, yeah, I've got the uh, the Packers by three just because I think they're the better team in this situation. Yeah. Um. So I actually have the Bears by four. Um, hear me out, though. Um, Aaron Rodgers, like mm-hmm. we've said, he can't make the throws. 
he can't escape pressure. That just leads down to like a bad QB, mm-hmm. which makes all the wide receivers bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Bears, Bears, their offense is looking good. Justin Fields, he can make the throws. He can escape pressure because he's a scrambler, and we really saw that when they faced the Lions. Um, but even after they got Chase Claypool, they've been like putting up harder fights. So I feel like the Bears are gonna put up one of those harder fights and gonna win by four. Yeah, I mean, I could see it going either way here. So, I mean, Bears, if they put in the work, they can win because, you know, Packers are struggling. But, yeah, who do we got next? Uh, we have Steelers versus Falcons. So, the Steelers played Monday night and got a big win against the Colts. Uh, saved their playoff hopes. They're now 4-7 and seven with the Lions. Um... And against the Falcons, started out decent, Falcons slowly going down. But I think this is a good matchup because it's um, it's a matchup to get both of these teams back into the playoff race. Um, so I think whoever wins is, you know, back in the playoff race. Um, if yeah. you're the Steelers, you're sort of in the position that the Lions are in. You need to win every game. And I think for the Steelers, this is a winnable game, but it's not going to be easy. Um... I think with Kenny Pickett, he's a rookie quarterback. He's going to need to make some good throws. And, um, you know, just their defense is going to need to put up a good fight against the Falcons. Um, On the other side, for the Falcons, they've got a really nice quarterback, have kept it close between um, the the games that they've lost. But, you know, they just seem to have a better offense. Um, Their defense seems to be okay. They were in first place in their division for a bit. So I've got the Falcons by seven because I think this game is going to be close, but I don't know if the Steelers can pull it off, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, I got Falcons on this one too by mm-hmm. 15. Oh, wow. Just because I feel like you know this one too. Mm-hmm. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett's yeah. not the greatest. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's NFL material yet. Yeah. Um, just by the look of his throws and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and I think you know that too. Yeah. Um, but Falcons' offense, they have been running pretty well, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure they're still out with uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Tight end, and he's a really big help to Marcus Mariota to throw to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why, but I feel like the Steelers can't win a game. Like, mm-hmm. they used to be on, like, a three-losing streak, and then they got, like, a lucky dub against the Colts. Like, yeah. They normally are a winning team just because if they win, it's usually a lucky luck and the other team just doesn't really play well. Um, Falcons' defense is pretty good and their offense is a pretty well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the Falcons by 15. But yeah. Next matchup, we have Jets versus Vikings. So have these two teams already played each other? Okay, I thought they did. Um, maybe I'm thinking of Vikings and somebody else. So, yeah. Um, so this is a good matchup because the Jets obviously are clicking this season, and the Jets, um, they destroyed the Bears. I think twenty to uh seven. So they are just a really good team that is you know turning their franchise around, and their uh starting quarterback. I think he either got like released or is just injured. So their backup. Yeah, so they're back, well, now he's their starter, but their former backup, Mike White, had a giant game. I saw some of his highlights. He played really well. 
Um, and I think this is going to be a good matchup because for the Vikings, um, they are also a good team who is turning it around this season. Um, they're what, eight, nine, nine and two, I think, or something. Um, yes. yeah, so nine and two, I think it's going to be a close game. And I just think the, like both of these teams have beat, beaten the bills. Um, and just, you know, they've come up and, you know, beat teams that nobody thought they could beat. But I'm going to take the Jets by two just because I think um, they have a really good quarterback and offensive situation, and Minnesota has a decent defense. They've only won their games by one score, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, ju- I just think the Jets are going to be able to pull off the win by, what I say, two, I think? Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. said two. Yeah. Um, I have Jets by one mm-hmm. just because, it, like I said when – Vikings face Dallas. It's defense versus offense, mm-hmm. really. And usually defense always wins, just like Dallas won. So yeah. I'll have to go with the Jets, but I know Vikings offense will probably uh, be really well. But I feel like Jets defense can lock it up. Yeah. And Jets' new QB, Mike White, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a beast. I think yeah. he had like 300 yards for mm-hmm. three touchdowns or something like that. Like, yeah. He's like a beast. He doesn't really have the wide receivers, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have James Robinson as running back. So if he yeah. ever feels like he needs to run the ball, mm-hmm. that's a good running back that you can give it to. Yeah. But I have Jets by one. Yeah. Um, next game, we have Titans versus Eagles. So I'm really excited for this game because um I'm a Titans fan because my grandpa introduced me to them. And, you know, I like the way they're playing. They took a tough loss to Cincinnati last week, um, which is just part of the league is, you know, unless you're doing really good, you're most likely not going to win every game. Um, And for the Eagles here coming off a close win against the Packers, I think for the Eagles here, um, this is a must win against a really good opponent. However, I think this is a trap game and it's going to be an upset Titans are going to pull off a win because even though they're the underdog, I think that they're going to um, have a dominating offense and their defense is going to do good enough. The only thing they have to do is contain Jalen Hurts because that's ha- that has been one of the big things that most teams have not been able to do, and that's why they've lost to the Eagles is they can't contain Hurts' scramble. So if they contain that, have a, um, a solid offense and a good defense, I think this is going to be an upset and the Titans will win. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mm-hmm. think the Titans are gonna win by seven. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I know Ryan Tannehill can make mm-hmm. throws, he has the right receivers to throw too. Yeah, and also cannot forget about the one and only King Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could literally just run the ball with him the whole entire game, and you would probably win. Yeah. Just because he's a beast, and Eagles defense, I don't think they're the greatest, but they are pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be upset by Titans by seven, and we got to contain Jalen Hurst, like Mm -hmm. you said, but also contain A.J. Brown, because that's who Jalen Hurst just likes to throw it up to because he Mm -hmm. knows he can catch it, so... But, I mean, Titans' defense is pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they can make that job happen and uh, stop Eagles and mm-hmm. Titans would win. But next game, we have Browns versus Texans. Um, Texans have an eight-losing streak, and I think that's an easy one for yeah. me. Browns mm-hmm. by 21. But... Yeah. 
I mean, for the Browns, it's just kind of scary when you're playing teams like this because there's just that thought in the back of your mind, what if we lose to, like, a team that's really bad? Like, the only thing you have to make sure that you don't do is just make sure that you don't get too cocky, that you stay the course, and that you, once you're up by three scores, then you can start to breathe. But, you know, don't go walking in on the first play of the game and be like, yeah, we got this. But, yes, I do think the Browns will win by, I'd also say 21. I just think this is going to be um, a really easy win for the Browns. Texans just not having a good season. And, yeah, just n- just not having it this year. Yeah, they have an eight-losing streak, mm-hmm. and I mean, Browns could basically just run with Nick Chubb all they yeah. want, or throw to Amon Cooper. Like, mm-hmm. Texans are just over. Um, next we have Commanders versus Giants. So, this is another really good matchup, because Commanders, 7-5, and five, and I actually found out if the season ended today, all four of the teams from that division, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and Commanders, would all be in the playoffs. So for the Giants, you're on a little losing streak. He lost to the Lions and the Cowboys. Um, so in this game, hoping you can maybe get um, a win streak going. If you're the Commanders, try to stay alive, guys. I know it's looking good, but, you know, don't get cocky. you got to stay in the game, keep your winning streak alive. Obviously, you know, I, I, you know I'm not a huge fan of these teams because they're in the NFC and, you know, are a competitor for the Lions' playoff spot. But I think I've got the Commanders here by three because they've looked like the better team these past few weeks, and I just don't think the Giants are having it. Um, but I think the Giants can also turn it around, and I think that both of these team seasons um, aren't over. The Giants are, aren't just in a good spot right now. Yeah. Um, I have Commanders with you on this mm-hmm. one by seven probably. Mm-hmm. Just because... If you watch the Commanders, they have a mm-hmm. five-winning streak, and they've been upsetting lots of people. Like, mm-hmm. they upset the Eagles, gave them their first loss. Like, they really have been losing to, like, not the greatest teams, mm-hmm. but then they beat, like, top dog teams. So, I mean, yeah. you can really go either way, because I bet the Giants will put up a fight here. Mm-hmm. But Commanders just look like a better team this season. Like, they're well-oiled, they have a good defense, they have wide receivers. They have Carson Wentz at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like everything just looks good for them. Giants. I think Danny Dyer needs to. I think he needs to learn how to throw the ball. Yeah. Because I mean, he's not throwing it that well, and that's why he just scrambles. But mm-hmm. yeah, next matchup we have Ravens and Broncos. And surely enough, this is a shocker. I have the Broncos winning just because. Lamar Jackson is injured and he won't be playing in this game, and I think that really hurts Ravens' offense. Um, it just depends on if Russell Wilson can actually carry a team to victory. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I have the Broncos by one point just because Ravens no Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Broncos could take this into their hands, win the game, and have a good winning streak going. Yeah. When you first said that, I was like, wait, what? And then when you were like, Lamar Jackson was injured, I was like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But I still think just the Broncos, obviously, they got scammed by Russell Wilson. You know, he's being Russell the Brussels Sprout. I don't I don't know. He's just, he. I, I don't know what that was, man. I just came up with something off the top of my head. Um, 
but yeah, I uh he's not a good quarterback, and I think the Ravens still have a decent offense that they'll win. I just don't think they'll win by a lot, so I'll put him at a solid win by seven. But you know, Broncos country, let's lose another game. You have Ravens. Yeah. Nice. All right, next matchup, pretty good one: Dolphins versus 49ers. Um. <laughs> Dolphins 49ers. This is a good one because both of these teams um are decent this year. Like 49ers obviously want to go back to the Super Bowl, haven't been there in a couple of years. So definitely trying to get back in there and the Dolphins also turning it around um you know, just sort of like turning it around just like a lot of the underdog teams are turning it around this year. Um so I think that I have the 49ers by um 7 on this one. Because they've just looked like the better team. Um, Jimmy G's playing because um, Trey Lance is injured. Um, so he's getting some time. I think they have a really good offense with George Kittle, CMC, Jimmy G. Um, and the Dolphins offense is also pretty good with Tyree Ty Kill, Jalen Waddle, Tua. But I still think um, the 49ers will figure out the, the formula to win and pull it off. Yeah. Um, these... Both of these teams, Dolphins, 49ers, mm-hmm. they're both really good. They both have a five-winning streak. Um, but 49ers have a good defense, and I feel like this is the team that can actually stop Tua throwing long balls to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Like, 49ers have a good defense. I feel like they can be the team to stop them. And also, CMC has been having a way better season on the 49ers than he was ever on the Panthers, which is surprising to me. Yeah. But, I mean, it works out with the 49ers perfectly fine. So, yeah. I mean, they're probably just going to use CMC to their advantage again, mm-hmm. and 49ers win by 14. Yeah. Um, next, we have Seahawks and Rams. Um, Rams... Eight losing streak, Matthew Stafford is injured, Cooper Cup is out. Like, I mean, everything in the Rams' offense is just horrible, and I think that's why they're losing games, because their backup QB doesn't have their star wide receiver to throw to. And I feel like that's why they're on an eight losing streak. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Seahawks' defense, dominating. Yeah. Seahawks' offense, dominating with Geno, yeah. DK, Ty Lockett, I mean... Seahawks are just a really good team this season, and I think they're going to win by 21. Yeah, and for the Rams, like, last year I was like, let's go Rams, you know, I miss my, our guy Stafford, and, you know, but this year it's just kind of like, hey Stafford, you want to come back? <laughs> like, it's just like, um, he's not having a great season this year, and, you know, I don't think he wants to come back to Detroit, but, I mean, I don't want yeah, like, I do think he would still be good on Detroit because we just have so many good receivers, but like, um, like I mean, he still has Cooper Cup, um, and you know both of them, um, Stafford and Cup are injured, like you said. Like it just doesn't seem to be working out for them. Um, so I just think that yeah, I'll put Seahawks by fourteen, be just because they lost to the Chiefs, Chiefs last week by ten. But I think what it's gonna boil down to is the backup quarterback. Last week he just made a classic, uh, not rookie mistake, but like backup mistake of throwing an interception when the receiver was wide open for um, a few seconds and, you know, just didn't, he threw, I think, two or three interceptions, like, he was just not having a good game, and I think that's what it's going to boil down to, is whether your backup is going to be any good or not, 
and whether your defense can try and hang in there for as long as they can. So for the Seahawks, good offense, good defense. I think they're going to take advantage of this um, quote-unquote easy win. Yeah, all right. Next game we got Chargers-Raiders. Um, the Raiders just haven't looked like a good team. I know they've got Devontae, but sometimes they don't even throw it to him. I know this because, um, I don't have any fantasy points with him sometimes. Um, in a week, um, like a week, I'll just, you know, open up the app and see he has no fantasy points. So I think if you want to try and turn, turn it around, just, you know, throw it to him more. Um, but yeah, Chargers, they're looking really good this year. I've got Chargers by 10. Yeah, I have Chargers by 13, just mm-hmm. because, I mean, Raiders are known for their upsets, and they mm-hmm. have upset, like, a couple teams, but, I mean, the Chargers is one to upset, like, they are pretty well-oiled mm-hmm. machine, I mean, yeah. I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are still injured, so, I mean, Justin Herbert might not have anybody to throw to, mm-hmm. Um, but he still has his running back, Austin Eckler, I yeah. mean, Raiders defense, if you watch the Raiders game, I try and watch, like, different teams a mm-hmm. week just to know yeah. how, like, their play style, but mm-hmm. I've watched the Raiders a couple of times. Their defense does not look the best. Like, they're yeah. letting easy plays go by. Um, Yeah, like you said, Devontae Adams doesn't really get the ball a lot, and if you want to win, just lob it up to him. I mean, mm-hmm. you know he'll catch it. It's Devontae yeah. Adams. Like, Derek Carr should be the Aaron Rodgers to him. Just give him the ball, give him the points, make you guys win if you guys actually want to win. But, yeah, Raiders don't look like they're going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Yeah. Next matchup, I think the matchup of the week, Chiefs versus Bengals. Yeah, this is a really good matchup, and I'm excited for it because it's just like um, both of these teams, you got a Super Bowl champ and then... I'd say probably right now the kings of the AFC, the uh, uh, the um, shoot Kansas City Chiefs. Um, for the Chiefs, they're looking really good this year, and for the Bengals, they started out bad, but now they're clicking and starting to pick uh, pick up wins. And I think for the Bengals, this is what I like to call a test game. Win it, and you have high hopes for the rest of the season. Maybe you know get yourself back into the playoff hunt. Um, but I mean, for the Chiefs here, don't like. You know, you, you can't, this is like, not a clutch win, but just like, you know, don't screw it up. Because you've looked, you looked really good against the Rams game. And for the Bengals, both of these teams coming off a win. Um, so, yeah, I just think that I've gonna, I'm going to have the Chiefs by 7 on this one. Just because I'm not sure if the Bengal, if this Bengals team is just um, capable of beating um, a team like the Chiefs. Yeah, um, just to fix up what you said, the mm-hmm. Bengals aren't the Super Bowl champs. Cause oh, Super Bowl yeah. attenders. Super Bowl losers. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was going to say Chiefs by a lot just because Bengals don't mm-hmm. have Jamar Chase again. He's injured. Yeah. But then I remembered last week they were down to the Titans and they just had an amazing comeback and won the game. So I don't really want to say Jamar Chase is... Mm-hmm. A bad luck turn for them, but either way, I'm still going to go with the Chiefs just because it's Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like he's going to be MVP this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has the wide receivers. He has Travis Kelsey to throw mm-hmm. to. He has the speed. If 
like nobody's open and he just wants to scramble, he has that speed. His running backs aren't the greatest, but they have a rookie, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, last week, uh, their coach forgot his name. Uh, or something like that. Yeah. But whoever it is, he saw that Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie, was at like 50 yards mm-hmm. for rushing. So they just gave the ball to Isaiah Pacheco like the whole game to get him to his 100 yards like standards. So nice. That's pretty cool to see, but yeah. I have Chiefs by 14 just because Bengals defense that would be pretty good. Um, Chiefs offenses that would be pretty good in an opposite way for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really good game. But next we got Colts and Cowboys. I think this is an easy one to pick. But Yeah. I mean, Cowboys, they've just been the dominant team. Um, I mean, they got a week one loss, and everybody's like, oh, season's over, but then turned it around easily because, you know, we a lot can happen in week one, and teams yeah. easily turn it around. Um, and, you know, they beat they beat really good teams this year um, and, you know, haven't done terrible. Um, they've done really good, and I think against a team like the Colts, who traded Matt Ryan in hopes of becoming better, just haven't had the season like a lot of teams who have gotten good trades Broncos Raiders um and the Colts have just all been getting good trades but you know you can't you you know you don't if you don't if you have a good quarterback but don't have any like receivers or blockers like there's not like you did yourself bait almost nothing um so I think against a team that just you know isn't clicking against a team that is, you know, doing really good. Um, I'm going to have Cowboys by 21 on this. Yeah, just because if you see Cowboys versus Vikings, and Vikings are a top dog team, and they still manage to beat them by 37 points, Mm -hmm. that just shows that Dallas will destroy an easy team, I Mm -hmm. would say, because, like, Colt's not the greatest. And Dallas... In my opinion, I would say they have the best defense in the uh, season mm-hmm. or, or the NFL league yeah. right now. But, I mean, that's just me. But, uh, yeah, they have a really good offense. I know lots of people think Zeke sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's a good running yeah. back. I mean, he still makes the touchdowns. Yeah. He still makes, like, the big yardage mm-hmm. when they need it. He still makes the plays. Like, I have Cowboys, boy, I have Cowboys by 23. But, yeah. Are we mm-hmm. gonna do Monday game or? Yeah. All right. We have the Saints versus Bucks. Um, I already told you my pick. I have Saints. Just mm-hmm. be. I have Saints by seventeen. Just because I like them and I hate Tom Brady. Bucks. Okay, let me get this straight. Bucks have the wide receivers. They have Julio, yeah. Mike mm-hmm. Evans, Godwin. They have like the wide receivers that they need to make them like. And undefeated. They could go undefeated in a season, I bet, just because of their wide receivers. But no, they can't use the wide receivers to their advantage. Like, they yeah. still kind of suck with mm-hmm. all those wide receivers. Yeah. Saints defense isn't the greatest, but I mean, their offense is pretty uh, dominant if you look at them. Yeah. But yeah, Saints. I'm actually going to switch the score. I have Saints by one point. Ooh. Now, um, 
this is the regular season Saints. Um, so they usually beat the Bucks in the regular season, but then they faced off in the playoffs and the Bucks won. However, this year the Buccaneers beat the Saints twenty to ten, and just you know the Saints aren't looking too good this year, and Tom Brady is starting to turn the season around. I still don't like him, and I want the Saints to win. But, you know, this is like expectation versus reality. Expectation, Saints win by, like, three. Reality, I think Bucks pull off a win by ten. Yeah, I think that wraps up schedule and brings us into fantasy. Do you want to do the Thursday game since, like, we never talk about those? Oh, yeah. Alright. No, you're fine. We never talk about the Thursday game, um, folks, so we just thought we'd add it to the schedule because, like, you know... We, we just never talk about them, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, Thursday we got Raiders versus Rams. Um, I mean Rams after, they're probably going to lose to the Seahawks, so for the Rams here, this is going to be an easy pickup game Um, uh, for the Raiders here. You have hope because um the Rams aren't as good this year, but, I mean, they still don't have a, a very good offense and don't have a very good defense. So, for the Rams, I have them by seven because they're not going to play a very good game, but I still think they'll win and sort of, you know, start to climb out of the hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I can't tell the future, so I don't know if Matthew Stafford's going to be in yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure Cooper Cup's not because he's coming back around, like, 18, week 18, they predicted, mm-hmm. but... I feel like if they lose against the Seahawks, which I pretty much feel like they will, yeah. um, that'll be at their ninth losing streak. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Raiders, that'd just be an easy game for them, and I would have Raiders by 10. All right. Does that wrap it up? And yes, yes, yes. Sorry. All right. All right. So first, no problem. But first we have Jamal Williams. I mean, I have him in fantasy. I'm not even a lie. He pops off, bro. Mm-hmm. He is a freaking menace to society. Like, <laughs> they run with Swift all the way to the end zone, and then they give uh, Jamal Williams the touchdown, which, I mean, I'm fine with because a touchdown's a touchdown, mm-hmm. and I have him in fantasy, so, I mean, points for me. Yay. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Jamal Williams, I'd start him if you have him, no matter what, for me, because, like, he is a beast. Yeah. And I think, you know, he's getting his time to shine. Like, you know, it, for the past couple of years, it's always been like, oh my god, Swift, 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 Swift. And then Jamal Williams is like, eh, he's okay. But this year, I think it's reversed. Like, when Swift was injured, Jamal Williams, you know, got used to being the starting running back. And yeah, like you said, he's popping off. I've got him in fantasy too. He's done really well. And, you know, um, against the Bills, I'd say he didn't play as well as he has in past weeks, but I think against, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're definitely gonna wanna, um, use the run, and they're probably gonna go to Williams, because for those third and shorts, he does a nice spin move, or even if he gets tackled behind the line, he'll, like, spin so that he lands on the, on, like, the first down, which I think is neat, so if you ever need, like, short yards, you know, he's your guy, um, so yeah, I definitely say start. Yeah. Um. Next we got Adams. Do you want to lead this one? Nah, you can do it since I leaded the last one. All right. No, I, no, you didn't. But okay. Oh, whatever. Sorry, well, man. All right. That's good. Uh, Devonte Adams. I mean, he's always projected big numbers, but in reality, he 
drops like less than 10. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. He has his games when he wants to, but it's usually never. Um, but, I mean, if you want him to make your stats go up and look good so you can be projected to beat your person in fantasy, but... Mm-hmm. You can start him, but I would say sit yeah. because I feel like there's way better wide receivers out there mm-hmm. that actually get thrown to that will actually give you the points, so I'd say sit. Yeah, I'd say sit too. I've got him in fantasy. It's a bargain, guys. Like, one week, he'll get me a ton of points. The next week, he gets me zero. So, it just depends on... I Like, you could flip a coin and you'd, you know, get the same amount... Like, it'd be the same amount of luck as either sitting him or starting him. For this week, I'd say, um, sit because the Raiders are playing... I forgot who they're playing, but I didn't pick them to win. So, yeah. Yeah, um, last but not least... We have Mike White. Yeah, you want to take this one? Yeah, so um, Mike White, like I talked about earlier when you were talking about the Jets, really good um, football quarterback. He threw a lot of deep balls, threw good passes, had a good completion percentage, and, you know, he threw a ball to um, his receiver. Receiver caught it, um, and nobody touched him, but he, like, fell down. He got back up and ran, like, 50 yards into the end zone. So he's definitely got receivers who can make plays um, when they need to. So, yeah, I definitely say um, start. Yeah, I'd start him mm-hmm. um, just because he had lots of yards against the team that they played last week don't know it off the top of my head, but I just know that he had a really good game. Three touchdowns, I'm pretty sure, like 300-plus yards. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, really good for, like, your first game playing if, as a back, as, a like, a backup, but now you're their starter. But, like, mm-hmm. when you used to be a backup, it's good to get that many yards and touchdowns on your first game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, really good, and that just shows that you're, like, a really talented um, QB. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd start him. Yeah. But that ends it for fantasy. And that wraps it up for today's episode. Um, So, thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe or whatever the button is, follow, ringling that dingling button for notifications. So, that way you can get notified every time we upload just to help you um, keep up with us. Because I know some of our listeners are like, I'm like five episodes behind. And I'm like, that's fine. It's fine if you're behind. I mean, it's not like a story, so it's fine if you're behind. But, yeah. Um... And thank you to all of our um, supporters who donated to the GoFundMe. Um, Without you guys, we probably wouldn't be going to the game. Um, So just thank you so much for donating. Um, And we're hoping to have a blast and hope they win. Jace, any uh, closing words? Um, Yeah, thanks to Joe Smith and the other donators. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, we wouldn't probably be going to this game. Because mm-hmm. we'd most likely be going to their last game. Yeah. But, I mean, I am so excited for this. I mm-hmm. love doing the podcast. Yeah. It's really fun to do it with my friend. Yeah. It's about football, and I yeah. love talking about football, so mm-hmm. it's really fun, and thanks a lot for everybody yeah. that Yeah. Before we head off, I'll just explain what our post-game show is going to look like. Um, So... Here's what my plan is. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but here's what I'm planning. So, 
my plan is to record our um post game show in the car and upload it now i know you're like well how are you gonna get wi-fi i'll get a hotspot and just you know connect it to that record a little 15 minute thing upload it as we're driving back it'll upload um if that doesn't work I don't know when we're going to get back. I think probably around 8-ish. We might be a little bit tired to do a post game, so we'll probably do on Monday. I don't know yet, but that's my initial plan. Whether it'll go out or not, I'm not sure. So just, if you don't see the post game Sunday by like 4 or 5, then it'll probably be there tomorrow or later that night. Um, so yeah, that's just our post game. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I think that wraps it up for us. Um, Jace, any closing words? Um, I want to shout out your dad for chaperoning mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, that's pretty nice of yeah. him to do that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Marcus Little for chaperoning. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited, and I think that wraps it up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, Dad, for making sure that we don't get kidnapped by some uh, drunk fans or anything like that. So, thanks. Um, alright, bye guys, bye guys, see ya. See ya.